Hi, welcome to another episode of the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? What was wrong with that? Uh, I just uh, I flubbed it. It seemed like it was going good. Okay. Hi, and welcome to another. <laughs> Hi. Okay. Oh, we gotta figure this out. All right. How did we start the last one? Second episode of New Nintendo Podcast XL. I'm your host, Brandon Smith. And I'm Joseph Gray. Joseph, how you doing? I'm alright. I, I might have eaten too many pizza rolls. Oh um, man, I just prior to this recording. I, I feel that. Um, in hindsight, like I don't know if eating 24 uh, pizza rolls was such a good idea. I think it was a good idea. My body's just trying to like contain that oh uh, uh, well i know it's not gonna end well for me anyways <laughs> uh let's get the show started so the pokemon company came out with a short pokemon direct uh this past week and so joseph i just want to kind of talk to you about that a little bit i think we were all hyped for something like a third like a like a yellow version, crystal version type situation and for Sun and Moon. We we kind of got to switch. Kind of switch. Oh. They open this thing. I think you, I'm sure you, you know if you're into gaming podcasts or whatever you you've probably heard a million reactions to this already, but they open this thing talking about Nintendo Switch. They show a Nintendo Switch. Yeah. And the implication, and I'm excited, right? And so I'm watching it live. Uh-huh. Uh, it was 9 a.m. Uh, Central Time here in Chicago. I'm watching it live. I'm at work. <clears throat> My homeroom is just settling in. And I'm like, all right, kiddos, the, uh, the Pokemon Direct is getting ready to come on. They're gathered around my desk. We're all watching this thing. The Switch comes on the screen. We're all thinking this is going to be the reveal of like a real Pokemon for Switch. And first thing they do is show us a Pokemon tournament. Which, uh, fine. Yeah, I'm going to get that. I didn't get it on Wii U. I, I skipped it. I, I don't know why. Like, it, it's up my alley and I'm into it. Yeah. This version looks even better. It's got Decidueye in it. Excited about that. Yeah, they, that, that uh, character, it looks like it has all the DLC well, it has even it more. That I think some of the characters well. are like whole new characters. I don't know if Krogunk is new or not, but he looks neat as a fighter in the game. Yeah. Um, so that's cool, but that's not... You know that's not what we wanted, per se. I'm not saying take Pokin back. I'm just saying, like, we wanted the real deal. Yeah. Um, and then they show us that, and it's like, oh, shit, this is it. Uh, and then they're like exclusively for 3DS. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think they really want you to still be playing your 3DS. I guess so because then the, they basically gave me what I've been wanting, what you and I have been talking about this yeah. forever. Uh -huh. Can they put gold and silver on the virtual console? Oh, they're oh they're and finally they're doing, doing it. it in September. 
of yeah. this year, right? Oh. Am I wrong about? Is it September? No, it's September twenty second. Same same day as Poke. So I'm supposed to keep playing my 3ds into September. Not only am I, sp- I'm supposed to be playing it now. I'm supposed probably supposed to be playing Fire Emblem yeah. right now. But I'm supposed to be playing it through September. You're supposed to keep playing it. Can I? How about this? Spent over three hundred dollars. Uh, you know, counting games and accessories and stuff uh, yeah. on a brand new system. Yeah. Which should be the system, right? It's the handheld also. Well, I think they um, want... And they're going to give me games for my old system that I've been playing for years. I think they, like, I think... Well, they're coming out with that new 2DS XL. They are really... So, like, with that coming out and, like, just... They have other games coming out for the 3DS... I don't. I just don't think that they're ready to let it go, and I think they okay. really they 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 want to give people who probably have switches and probably have moved on to switch an incentive to still pick up their 3ds and play it. Um, I mean, I don't have a switch, so I'm I'm you know I'm limited to my 3ds, so I'm fine in that regard. Um, but most people probably just want to play Switch and play it on their switch, and I think. Nintendo's kind of bad in that regard. I feel like there should be some cross-platform like functionality between. Well, let's hold that. out hope. We'll see what they say at E3. Yeah, um, but I do want to say like you're saying like okay, but I only have a 3DS. I get that, especially since Nintendo doesn't make enough Switches available for people to actually own them. Uh, seems like it's really hard for people to get switches. Yeah, still. Um, and it, but but anyway, a lot of my kids though, are are perfectly happy by Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Like I have kids that are just like, vibrating and, like, <laughs> grunting those names through clenched teeth, in the hallway. Um, that's literal, actually. Yeah, <laughs> it's a weird. School. And that, but um, that game's not coming out till November. Oh no. But they're so ready for it. And Pokemon Tournament is like, I think that the younger group of players, um, to them, they're not disappointed that it's just Pokemon Tournament. I yeah. think they're just whatever, because I don't even have that system. I don't have a Switch. I can't uh-huh. get that yet. So I think Nintendo, the thing is, we're like adults, um, and we're a whole different kind of player. I think Nintendo realizes that it's fan base. Uh, is is much more broad. And I think for a lot of people, they're still playing, especially kids, they're still playing 3DS games. They intend to get a Switch and will mm-hmm. this Christmas sure. or early next year. Yeah. Like, people don't always get a system at launch. And I think for us, especially people who are, like, so into games that they're doing a gaming podcast, we feel like when a system launches, that's the beginning of that system's era. Yeah. That's how I feel. I mean, I feel that too. I just... But that's a limited perspective, I guess. I think they just, like, in, I guess, like, Nintendo just doesn't... I think they're just not ready to let go of the 3DS. Um, it was, like, one of their highest-selling systems, and, like, it has, like, this huge gaming library, and just... Um, I don't know. I think, like, they know a lot of people, like, have a 3DS. Yeah. More more so than a Switch. People, ha- uh, There's probably more people out there with some form of a, a 3DS. Or oh, a yeah. 3DS. No, I mean, that's... Of course. So they definitely want to cater yeah. to that market. So, yeah. I mean, I'm sure there's some, like, marketing reason reasons that yeah. we, like, just don't know. Um, so... 
that, you know, I mean, we'll see what they yeah. decide to do, like, down the road. Maybe. Right. Eventually. Well, I think we'll see at E3. I hope some surprise. They have to surprise us. I think Nintendo realizes that um, people expect surprises at E3. I know we're going to see Mario Odyssey. Oh, definitely. They, from what I understand, Nintendo has said um, this E3, the main focus is going to be uh, 2017 yeah. games. Yeah. Mario Odyssey is the big one. Um, They'll probably show a little bit more ARMS stuff. Even oh, yeah. Though, that's going to come out so soon. Yeah, in, a, in like a week or two, right? Like mm -hmm. really, really soon. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they'll I'm show. I'm definitely getting that. Well, they're, they're, they're doing an ARMS tournament too, so I think like yeah. they'll... They really want it to be an eSport. Same with Splatoon. I think yeah. they want they want that to... That's, that's cool. To be I an eSport. E zero interest in eSports. Uh-huh. But, but that's cool. That's great. Because that's a whole nother group of uh, players and consumers and whatever that um, can enjoy Nintendo games and add to just the overall fan base and, and consumer base, and that's great. So, yeah. you know, good good for that. I hope, I hope it works as an eSport. Um, what do you think we're going to see from Nintendo um, at E3? Here are my, like, kind of for sures. Um, Definitely Mario Odyssey. Like, that's a given. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, that's coming. Like, unless they delay it. They will um, not so delay Mario Odyssey. No, I don't I'm think so. Say, that's, that's one of my E3 that's predictions. Yeah. Like, I'll put money on that. Okay. Yeah, I don't think that they will either. I just... You never know. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess you don't. But, but I, I'm pretty I, confident. I yeah, think they're putting that out. I the bet they've been working on that way further back than we... Sure, sure. And the fact that, that it's not even coming out until the holidays. Yeah. Like means that there's a good chance that's probably coming out um hey pikmin probably show more I that they don't spend too much time talking no but they'll probably they'll probably like give an update or, um on it oh there's a dog yeah <laughs> uh, um Damn maybe sure. there'll be like that maybe they'll talk about their internet situation like i know they, they pushed that back till 2018 but maybe those they they i feel like there's an intentionality behind the fact that they have told us about this stuff already. Uh -huh. They've told us, they've shown us a lot. They had that arms slash platoon two direct. Uh, direct. They uh, made a big statement about the delay of the internet service. Yeah. And how it's going to kind of work and what it's going to cost. Sure. They're telling all this stuff to us right before E three, mm -hmm. and there has to be a reason why they're getting that out ahead of the show. Some, I think maybe they're giving us like some smaller scale stuff ahead of the show and some stuff that could be construed maybe by the kind of fans who watch directs yeah. uh, as maybe a little bit of bad news. And then that way the show won't get, give us any disappointments. Yeah. We can just do all the fun stuff at E3. And that'd be fine. I, I want to say, and I don't think they're going to do it, um, Smash yeah for switch like i think either they're a port uh i don't know if they're gonna do it at e3 i think 100 percent they show it at e3 uh i'm very confident uh because they worked so hard on smash that was like the whole like tail end of the wii u life cycle and it was smash it was such a major project and they mm -hmm. put so much work into all those characters and all the amiibo that are and still the DLC, trickling out and the DLC. of just everything that's in that game. So huge. And I think that they're probably really disappointed that Wii U 
wasn't a hit, and so they did all this work on this game that Wii U fans got to play, and then just it didn't reach the audience that it could have. Yeah. Uh, they're gonna take that game just like they are with so many other uh, Wii U games, like Pokemon Tournament, Mario Kart Eight. Yeah, they're, and they're gonna, gonna make it available to Switch players. Probably mobile stuff. Yeah, for sure. I imagine they'll talk about some mobile games. For sure, mobile games. Um, DLC for probably Zelda. Yeah. Um, they'll probably like really detail that. Maybe. I don't know if they'll do this. DLC for Mario Kart 8. I don't know if that's a thing that they would do. I'm not against it. Um, but that I wouldn't be surprised. I also wouldn't be surprised if they touched on like like indie games oh there's gonna be in yeah for sure um I, so i wouldn't be surprised maybe well, maybe they'll talk about like third party support i'm hoping for some surprising indie games like i think undertale for switch oh it's yeah. pretty it's late it's way late <laughs> but i mean nintendo was late getting minecraft they're, they're late on a lot of things apparently stardew valley's coming to switch. yeah i was about I to say they, they might talk about that for people like us like i basically just play almost only Nintendo like a little bit of PS4 I guess uh -huh. um, and so for me if Undertale came to Switch that's new to me that's a new game to me mm -hmm. I know that it's it's come and gone in a lot of ways but that I'm excited to play it Stardew Valley can't wait to play that that'll be a new game yeah to me um what do you I mean what do you what do you think uh Those themed are... Joy-Con I think we're gonna get Joy-Con in even more colors, or maybe like that look like legacy systems. Okay, I would like I would like that. I think that'd be awesome. I um, think that would be cool. I think maybe this is a long shot, but I think we might see some kind of Star Fox. Maybe that's the next mobile game, and we don't know it yet. I the reason I say this. Miyamoto seems to love Star Fox. I think he said that in some interview recently about like what game he was uh, disappointed wasn't a bigger hit or something. I think he pro put a lot into that Star Fox that came out on Wii U. Yeah. And then the weird gamepad control situation. People were like just either indifferent or they just weren't into it. Yeah, and I played a little bit of that game and at a friend's house, uh, and it was pretty cool actually. And I wonder if they could clean it up, get rid of the gamepad mess that kind of held it back, and uh, <laughs> give it another go, <laughs> you know? I, or, or a mobile game. But <clears throat> I think there's a lot of start. If you look, you know, in the action figure aisle at Target uh, or, or wherever, uh, fine toys are sold. Um, you see those World of Nintendo toys. Mm -hmm. yeah. There is. We live in a world, 2017 where there is a peppy hair action figure. Is there? Oh yeah, oh, I'm shit. tempted to get it. I've seen, like I've definitely seen though, and yeah. I've always wanted to get my, it. My childhood dog was named after peppy hair. Um, I, but it's kind of an obscure character. Yeah. Um, I, I, and the Uniqlo line of shirts? Yeah. They've got some Star Fox stuff. So it's like, why are you pushing this IP that's just not even Anyway, I mean, there's Fox well, McCloud. They do, and, they do push Metroid a lot. And like, yeah, there's a Uniqlo Metroid shirt, and there are World of Nintendo Metroid toys too. What if and like, this is a long, um, this is a long shot. 
which I'll tell you about right after we walk a dog. And we're back from walking the dog. How about that? Uh, so the thing that I was teasing and, uh, I don't remember you teasing. Well, I said, uh, what if, and then I stopped my statement, but what if, oh man, I'm on the edge of my seat. They make a new Metroid Prime game. (laughs) That's not happening. You don't think that'll ever, no, and if they did, I don't care because, uh, you can hate me, but I don't like first-person shooters. Sure. And so I totally skipped on Metroid Prime. I think I own own it somewhere, but I totally I didn't play it. Or now, I messed with it a little bit, but I just can't hardly get into first-person shooters. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I liked Metroid, like Super Metroid. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like or a 2D now Metroid. Wouldn't that be something? I would love if they made a real Metroid game. That probably won't happen. What about an SNES Classic Mini? Is that gonna happen, or are we not gonna see that? I want to believe. Do you? Like, is that what we want, or do we want a better okay. virtual console situation I would, for Switch? I would gladly take a better virtual console. Yeah, over, I mean, over, over a classic. Yeah. Like, those... It, they would have to really sell me yeah. on a Nintendo, like a, on a Super Nintendo. Oh, I would classic. get it. I would get it day one if they made enough of them for people to be able to buy them yeah. at the store. Oh, but I would get it as a novelty. I would take it and I'd hook it up in my classroom, and it'd be something we could we could play when sure. everybody's homework is done or something like that'd be fun. But I personally, I don't need it. I don't need that. Yeah, it's, it's not- a novelty. It's not something I need. I think it would be cool to have because, like, I don't know, Super NES, like, just that era, you know. That's the best both, system ever. We both love that that time period. But I want those games available on my Switch so I can play them on the go Yeah, or I can or, play them on my TV. I would That's much, what I want. Yeah, I would much rather have that situation. Yeah. Um, what about this? Maybe they'll talk about the Animal Crossing either the mobile game that they've been talking about the mobile game and they're gonna announce animal crossing for switch Uh uh-huh but they're just gonna show us that that's gonna be a thing and then we won't hear back from that until 2018 it's gonna be like a cute little trailer or something and then that's it and we'll we'll hear back again okay here's a really weird one okay Uh, this is not necessarily an e3 prediction this is just a thing that kind of occurred to me, uh, thinking about their mobile games. Yeah. Uh, do you remember Electroplankton for DS? I do, and I that honestly I want it like a mobile game. That seems like something that could could come to iPhone. Oh man, yeah, because it, it's just a touch. Like you just make music like with those weird yeah. like creatures, and you like yeah. just uh, it's just you mostly use the the stylus, right? Like yeah, that's, I, I don't know, I never played it, but uh-huh. it, but it was. I think it was one of those things that like Miyamoto was really pushing, and there's even a Smash Brothers level based off of it. Um, I think we could see Electroplankton as a mobile game. I don't know if they care about that IP enough or concept to bring it back, but it just seems like a weird, like uh, obscure Nintendo franchise that would fit the mobile platform. Man, I just, I hope, 
I don't know. I just I, my hope is that Nintendo comes out with just some real crazy like huge banger of a of a, of a surprise and just like really it'll blows be, away it'll my. Smash. It'll be Smash for Switch, and the surprise will be whatever the big upgrade to Smash for Switch is. Mm-hmm. I'd be like I'd, a new character, at least one new character. Yeah, and they'd bring it up to fifty. That'll be like a huge surprise. They're gonna have like a jaw dropping new smash character that's the inkling i that's cool people want that yeah yeah that's cool i don't think that has the so okay i'm not shitting on that that'd be great that's that's cool add an inkling cool i don't think that has the impact though i think it might be like a third party character like something that feels like when cloud was announced for smash oh man so like a big surprise shocker I think that's what we're gonna see. Who would it be though? Like, cause we we have Cloud now. Like, we, they they did it. They put Cloud yeah. in the game. Goku so, for Smash. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I, no no no. Seriously though, who? Uh, I, I they kind of did it. Sonic's been in. Uh, Pac-Man. Simon Belmont. Maybe something like that. I mean, that Castlevania's coming up. But they could I, bring. I they could Castlevania. Castlevania hasn't been around lately. Uh, even though it's got that Netflix uh, animated show coming, it just—I don't think it has the oomph. Yeah. I mean, uh, an arms character maybe, but that I don't think so either. It have to be something big. I don't know. I mean, maybe the, I, don't know, I was gonna say maybe they put Snake back in, but yeah, I, even that I don't think is like. I, I bet, but I bet you that's true. I bet Ice Climbers, this would not be the big oomph character, but Ice Climbers are back in. Sure. Uh, the, sure. We could use, we uh, could Didn't use they them. even say they meant to put them in and they like, something about processing or something? Or yeah. They're trying to make it work for the 3DS version or, I don't know. There, there's, there's going to be a big new character. Uh, feel free to, listeners, you know, feel free to, to tell us who you think that might be. Uh, maybe they'll break our hearts and there won't even be Smash, period. But yeah. if we're just speculating right now, but. <clears throat> In line with our E3 predictions, like, let me ask you just like, kind of back, I don't know, when you, like, I guess we're like a teen or whatever, like, when E3 stuff would happen. Like well, how did you always been an exciting How did you access thing. that? Like how did you watch Internet? it? Well no, like there was a time before you couldn't really like you couldn't on the internet. Like they didn't have streaming like they didn't Gaming magazines were the big mm-hmm. thing. And I, I like again, we can just talk about that for an hour. Um and I was into them. Uh I was in especially Nintendo Power. And Electronic Gaming Monthly, EGM. That was a good one. That was it. My favorite non-exclusively Nintendo one. Anyway, so pre-internet, it was gaming magazines. Sure. But internet goes honestly pretty far back. I, I go pretty far back on the internet. I remember when Nintendo still had their own show called Space World. I remember that, And yeah. uh, I remember... The video that they released for uh, when GameCube was getting ready to come out or like kind of being announced. And it was a compilation of kind of like tech demos or something for GameCube. 
and it included Luigi's Mansion. I think it opened with, this is all from memory. It opened with Luigi's Mansion, which basically looked the way the final product of Luigi's Mansion ended up looking. Okay. It's like Luigi sneaking around the, the mansion and ghosts and stuff. Then it had a Zelda situation where it was like Link in some sort of uh, castle or mansion or ballroom or something. Was he, was he fighting Ganon? He does, that? and then he fights Gandorf. Okay. Um, and it's GameCube graphics, you know, kind of like... Uh, it looks a lot like the way the Luigi's Mansion graphics look, uh, really dark and shadowy with a lot of lighting stuff going on. Uh, but it's it's kind of like the style of Ocarina of Time, except everything smoothed out and GameCubeified. Yeah. Um, it's clearly, it's nothing like what Wind Waker ended up looking like. It had like a dark, more serious tone. And then the next, which ended up, which ended up really disappointing a certain style of gamers. Uh, yeah, well, they when, got... When they, Wind Waker ended up coming out. And they, they got over it, and it's now it's lauded as one of the best games tonight. Yeah. In, in the Zelda Wind series. Waker rules. And except I, for I the Except for the Triforce part toward the end. Oh, um, yeah, really that's kind of bad. But it's, it's a great game. Yeah. Um, and the visual style has aged well. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, uh, the next part was something. It was like Super Mario 128 or something. And it was like... 128 Marios all moving around doing different things almost like the the Me Plaza or whatever it is on the Wii U like the Wii U startup scene where all the little Mii's are running around and they're just like it's like that but it's Marios and they're on like a sphere like a like a small globe where you can see the curvature of it and they're all walking around it's almost like a proto Mario Galaxy or something I think that tech demo eventually ended up as Pikmin, kind of. Interesting. In, in the sense that they, I think they were trying to show off how many different little moving critters they could have on screen at one time. Okay. But of course they didn't end up making a game where there was a bunch of Marios. No, that... They ended up making something like Pikmin where there's a bunch of little Pikmin running around. Ooh, which reminds me, and we're not the only podcast or the only uh, outlet to say this. Uh, they just said it on... on um, Nintendo voice chat at IGN, but uh, this is gonna be a Pikmin, Pikmin Four, not Hey Pikmin, but yeah, they were like, talking about that. I listened yeah, to that there's, today. Gonna be, there's gonna be a Pikmin Four. I agree with them. I think I forgot that they had said that. There's gonna be a Pikmin Four. Sure, but, but anyway, Space World, <clears throat> that was big. I remember that. I know I had it downloaded. I don't remember the file format, but I definitely watched it on like real media player. Oh you God, remember that? Yeah, it had like that blue play button logo. I watched so many. Dragon Ball Z AMVs with like Linkin Park music yeah. on real media player <laughs> and it would just buffer and buffer for so long before you could watch but I had that Space World video downloaded before GameCube was out and I would just watch it over and over again that's crazy ooh, ooh, ooh. one of the other things they showed for early GameCube was Donkey Kong Racing not Diddy Kong Racing Donkey, Donkey Kong Racing which never yeah, that came out. I never saw the. It was day. like Donkey Kong riding on Rambi, and I don't remember all the rest of that. It was like Donkey Kong characters riding animals in a like Donkey Kong Country jungle-like environment. Uh huh. Remember when the Wii remote was revealed? I think it was an E3. When the Wii remote came out of that like white goo or whatever, there was a, yeah. There was a, 
there was a video and it's like a like a white like a pure white field was and that? then like a Wii remote like emerges as if from water was that when they were calling it the revolution like before well at that point they they revealed the name Wii but okay. yeah it was revolution until it was Wii oh man it's like Switch was NX yeah I just remember like gaming news I would just pick up from magazines that like, yeah. I saw in the store um I don't think I saw Space World like the, even that trade show that you were talking about mm. um I don't think I saw that. Like, I definitely remember E3 kind of coming up, and like, I would watch G4 Ooh. with uh, with my friend Simon. I remember G4. We'd watch G4, and they would be like, that would be their coverage. Uh, we would watch that like whenever there was E3 coverage. Uh, some old E3 memories that like more and more is coming to me as we talk about it. I remember Nintendo Power having a. God knows what year this was, but having a Pikachu card that was basically the original, I think it was the base set Pikachu. Yeah. Um, but it had a little gold stamp E3 on it. And Ooh. it came in Nintendo Power Magazine. I remember feeling like that was really special as a kid. Now, I mean, it wasn't that special because it came, like, everybody who subscribed to Nintendo Power sure. got that Pikachu card. But it felt exciting to me. Um, other big reveals I remember. Now, honestly, this was definitely not an E3. But I guess it falls under like big surprise reveals. Uh huh. Was uh, back when they were doing those Smash Brother reveal videos. Yeah. They just dragged that whole thing out oh, so much. Oh, they sure did. And they made each reveal a big event. Do you remember? You were there. We were back home in Evansville, Indiana. Yeah, we were at uh, Pizza at King. Pizza King on the west side. Shout out to our uh, Evansville folks. Uh, we're sitting at Pizza King, and I was, you know, there's no Wi Fi. In Pizza King. So, I was at the end of my data month, and this reveal was was coming on, and I said, you know what, I'm going to pay my data overage, and I'm going to watch this Smash Brothers reveal, and it, do you remember who it was? Well, we thought at first, we thought it was Mewtwo. Yeah. But it wasn't. It was Greninja. Yeah, I was and which so was still. Pumped. Still fucking cool. Well, it was relevant at the time because uh, I don't think X and Y was too old. No, I had chosen Greninja. You chose Greninja too, right? Froakie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he was my... That oh, was my yeah. Um, yeah, that was wild. But in that whole, that whole time, like, throughout Smash's, like, life cycle, all those reveals, like, you were right. They really did drag that out. Yeah, but it's so exciting. Uh, That's such a fun time to be a Nintendo fan when they surprise you with good news. Mm -hmm. That's just so exciting. I do like... I like what they're doing now where it's just like... Oh, by the way, his direct coming tomorrow. Oh, that's like, so exciting. Or, or, or you're watching the direct and they go, uh, here's this cool new thing. And actually, that's on the eShop right now. Yeah. It's on the eShop. I do, I do like right that. Right now, why don't you go get it? Um, That's the best. And, like, I. At one point, as far as E3, I do remember, like, being able to stream it. Like, there were various, like, sites mm -hmm. that could stream. Like, the individual um, presentations. Yeah. And, yeah. And now it's. Now I it's yeah, I always watch the Nintendo ones. Yeah, and now it's the point where, like, everybody just, like, 
be here twitch dot whatever yeah. watch here's this here's the sony one mm. ridge racer oh yeah um yeah um i am definitely going to tune in uh and watch that Nintendo presentation. I'm always excited for it. I remember, I don't think it was last year, I think it was the year before, I specifically remember being on a lunch break uh, when I worked at Lincoln Elementary and I was sitting in a subway uh, talking to Edith on the phone and watching, I think it had to be E3 uh, live stream. Yeah. And like watching that, like, you know, and reacting to that presentation. Now I don't even remember what all they were showing. Uh, but it, I'm just, I remember being an exciting time. There's honestly, though, with any big surprise, there's such potential for a letdown. Yeah. And they've done that. I don't, I want to, I want to touch upon when they revealed the Wii U and how they uh, ended that with Nintendo Land. That was like, at the time, like, I wanted to be supportive and be, like, hyped and be like, oh, Nintendo yeah. Land, but looking back on it, god damn, that was such a disappointing, like, ending to that, um, that E3 quick sidebar. Um, it, the, Nintendo's presentation, June, it's June 13th, 9 a.m. Pacific time, 12 p.m. Eastern time, so it's gonna be 11. What is that, Central time? Uh, 11 a.m. Central time. Oh, man, what are some other just, like, stuff that they came out with where it's like man i don't i don't care what about what do you think what do you think oh uh, well you're always and this will be the case there's all this year too there's always segments in in an extended presentation where you kind of tune out because the games just they're not for us sure they're games that maybe it's going to sell like when they'll do like oh the next just dance and they spend some time showing the new just dance or whatever i my eyes kind of like glaze over yeah. at that point. Like, I definitely look away and I'm like yeah, looking that's at That's fine. Great. Or like sports games. Sure. I mean, those. Okay. the thing is those, those games sell well. Like they, yeah, they, they know really it. Do. I think that they'll definitely lean pretty heavy on like party like games and stuff. And I think we'll see more of like that kind of like, oh, you could pull your switch out and play, yeah. play this uh, game at a party. Like, we made fun of that commercial of like Nintendo Oh, the Switch Karen. reveal? Yeah, Nintendo Karen. Yeah. Like, Who I follow now on Instagram. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, we were kind of like, haha, no one's going to do that. Apparently people, apparently people do that. Apparently they just pull their Switch out and they're playing, you know, a game. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but... We'll wait and see. We'll yeah, see. We, we E3 is coming. It is coming. Very soon. Very, very and soon. And we will see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited. Moving on towards, like, the end uh, portion of the show. Um, we did a call out uh, for people to kind of tell us what their favorite games were, since we kind of list, we listed what our favorite games were in the last episode. And if you haven't listened, you can go back and listen to it right now. It's on iTunes and all that other stuff. Um, and so we, uh, a couple listeners sent in some of their top games. Uh, I'll go first. I got one from Twitter from, uh, at Keith Demons. Uh, it's a buddy of mine. Uh, shout out Trevor. Um, they said that their favorite games were Wind Waker, which is a very good one. Okay. Uh, into it. Beat uh, it. Uh, Final Fantasy VIII. 
Uh, apparently, oh, that's an odd choice. A lot of people apparently cool. a lot of people like that one. I I played it. I didn't beat it. I have to um, admit, but yeah, it's a, it's cool. Pokemon Red. That's sure. Solid solid choice. Sure. Uh, Bloodborne, which is part of the like, what is that? Dark like the Dark Souls like series of games or whatever. Hold on. Okay. Bloodborne. So it's you said it's a Dark Souls thing. So it's not what I'm thinking of. But the first thing that popped into my mind. Yeah. Was blood rain? No, 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 do no. You, but, but, I, but I, yes. Do you remember? <laughs> I do, and I blood rain. I do, and I remember the the very, very bad movies. Oh, I never that. I they, don't remember that. Well, they made some bad movies, and they they made, did the character to blood rain was in like Playboy or something like a CGI naked oh, blood rain. Well, that's just beautiful. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Mario World, which. Oh yeah, a good one. Good uh, job. Night in the Woods, which have you heard? What of is that? that? No. It is okay. So it is a game. It's out on Steam. I think it's only on PC. I think it might be on like PS4, maybe. I don't. I don't know. But um, you play as these. I don't really know much about it, but I just know as you play these, play as these animals, and it's like. I don't know the story. I've only seen like pictures of it. It looks cool. Um, it looks interesting. It looks like a game I would actually want to play. So if it if it came to Switch, I think I'd be more apt to playing it. So I think it'd be something worth checking out. Um, Resident Evil Four, which I don't have to tell you, is a. I've a, bought a that really, game twice and beat it never. It's it's a very good game. Though. I got it on GameCube. Yeah. And on Wii. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it was a very good game. Yeah, it was cool. Um, Star Fox sixty four. Oh, cool. Also, that's yeah, a, no, yeah. that's an honorable mention for me almost. yeah, yeah definitely hours and hours of that game that's um, actually that's a game i've played over and over again there are very few games i've played over and over, over and over again yeah come to think of it star fox 64 man yeah i would wow. just beat it and then just numerous times yeah um and then last is a uh, hyperlight drifter which i I've, keep hearing about that. i've told you about a little bit um it's like on steam and playstation 4 and xbox i think um but it kind of like you plays this character that's like dying and you like the styles like kind of 16 8 bit i don't know the, the way the game the game looks gorgeous the game looks really really good and so on that premise alone i want to play have i heard of the graphics to that Kamiko game on switch compared to hyperlight drifter is maybe, that what they maybe, say it looks like maybe, yeah it could be something kind of like that um but yeah apparently it's like you have to do these like crazy hard maneuvers and like uh it's apparently it's hard but good so okay. uh and then that's it that's all was hyperlight drift was that in order and hyperlight drifter is your friend's favorite game of all no time? there was just like these there's no order it was just like mm. that's the list but uh thank you uh trevor for sending those in and we got a couple more uh okay yeah um our friend Christina, who did the awesome logo for our show. Yeah, um, follow her at... Um, Art by Pizza Face on yeah. most, most platforms. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could find her through that. Um, what was her... Okay, so she gave a list that was a top seven, plus a handful of honorable mentions. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to run through her list. Uh, number seven, Page Master. The, oh, oh, where... Yeah. A weird one. Then uh, one she I said wouldn't... she played it on Genesis. Um, I never played it. I feel like I remember seeing 
there must have been a Super Nintendo version because I think or a Game Boy version because I think I remember Nintendo Power having some Page Master maps or something. Yeah. Because when I was a little kid, I would uh, just pour over the maps and like the artwork and stuff in Nintendo Power. Yeah. Even for games that I never had or never played. Interesting. I would just like devour that magazine cover to cover read every article mm-hmm. uh, except sports which I just you know with like any sports game it was just like wasted pages I would just flip that <laughs> I was always so disappointed when I'd open I'd go see what the poster was I would actually I didn't want to spoil it I would read the magazine and be so excited to get to the page where the poster is inserted awesome and then when I'd finally get to that page I would allow myself to see what the poster was and I would hang them all up Unless they were sports games. Do you like have... if I open it up and it was like Ken Griffey Jr. <laughs> I have to wait another month for the oh, for the shit, chance yeah. to get a poster to get a good one. Yeah. Um. Um. But but anyway, okay. So Page Master, um, Star Wars Episode One Racer. This is for the racing game for sixty-four. Was it the pod? The pod. Yeah, racer? the pod racer. That game rules. I rented it once. Oh, I rented it a bunch of times, and my uh, my nieces had that game uh, too. So, and I, I'm sure they still have it. Uh, and I play that game a lot. It's actually really fun. Uh, it has not aged well, I don't think. I, I as most sixty. Yeah, games. but back in the day, like it was so fast paced. Mm-hmm. That's what made it fun. It was just really cool. Um, now you're. Now you're pod racing. Yeah, and I hey, I'm gonna throw in another controversial opinion. Uh, I like the prequels. Uh, obviously, they're they're not as good. Uh, they're far inferior to the classic trilogy, but they're not a bust in my even episode one has redeeming qualities. Like it's not. Oh, they could they could have done it better. They should have done it better. They didn't. It's over. It's too late. Yeah, they're moving forward with with new good movies, but they're. They're fine, mm-hmm. and there's neat things about them. Uh, Star Wars Episode One uh, Pod Racer game is one of the cool things about the uh, okay. you know that came out of the Star Wars uh, series at yeah. that time. Anyway, uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Do you ever play that? I didn't play it when it was cool. It was, uh, but it was I have it fun. on Virtual Console. It's it, yeah, it's very fun. Yeah, uh, it's cool. I played it on, on Genesis. Game. Mm-hmm. Anything on Super Nintendo. I never owned it, but I had cousins who would have various yeah. copies of it. And um, yeah, I just remember just playing it. I don't think I ever beat it or anything like that. No, but it was, I never it was beat pretty it. Fun. I have it on my, I think I had it on Wii Virtual Console. Interesting. Uh, Pokemon Pearl is her number four. Yeah, way to be. Yeah, that's a good, that's um, a good one. To that. Yeah. Um, uh, and she adds, this was the first Pokemon game I actually played all the way through. Uh, I also loved the underground. Forgot about that. Yeah, remember, remember uh, that? Yeah, secret bases. Did it have secret bases? I In the underground, you could make your oh, own kind of little base. Right. God, underground yeah. was cool. It was very cool, and you can play with friends. Mm-hmm. I, we used to do that. Yeah, and play yeah, Capture the Flag. we all would do that together. Mm-hmm. You remember that? Yeah. At, at Pokemon League, where mm-hmm. we were playing the card game. Yeah, we would often. play the DS game. That was a golden age. That was like the second golden age of Pokemon. Yeah, it kind of really kickstarted yeah. Pokemon. And honestly, yeah. um, that's, I remember right around that time, that's when uh, we were like really spending so much time with Christina. Um, she met who would eventually become her husband through that fandom. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, it was a great time to what be a Pokemon fan. 
next up, number three, any Sims. Yeah, I feel you. Sims, if, and we'll probably do an episode about this one of these days, about PC games, which neither of us play many of. So yeah, we have to, you know, not. we'll have to talk about like the few PC games we've played. Uh, Sims is one. Like I, you know, I played Sims. I think I played some Sims 2. Definitely played some Sims 3. They're fun. People like Sims 4. They seem yeah, to like I'm that. I'm sure, yeah, they're all, Sims is cool. Uh, so I agree with uh, <clears throat> Christine on that. She said she played a lot of Sims Bustin' Out on GameCube. Never played that one myself. Uh, and Sims 3 on the computer. Okay. Uh, owned that. Uh, me and Morgan had a copy of that uh, that my mom got us. I think after she had like, uh, she had to have like a medical procedure. And my mom was like, well, I'll get y'all a game. Um, oh. Let's see. Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf is her number two. Yeah. Ooh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm sure she spent hundreds of hours on that game. Number one. And I remember her playing this when she lived with me. Uh, Harvest Moon Magical Melody. Is that for GameCube? It's for GameCube. There's two on GameCube. Uh, we will, because of someone else's list, talk about the other on GameCube in a little bit. Yeah. But uh, Magical Melody had, you know, as is clear from the title, a kind of like musical theme to it. And I remember there were like music notes in it. Interesting. I don't, I didn't play it. I've never uh, played a Christina Harvest Moon, so. Sunk, this is, that's sick. And that's another reason. Oh yeah, I told my we girlfriend really that. need Harvest Moon Six. I told my girlfriend console. that, and she's like, "What is? What's wrong with you?" Yeah, I. I mean, you know, video games aren't for everybody. Some well, people like not, gaming doesn't appeal to them, God, and that's fine. You that's know? not. Uh, my gaming experience is not the same as other people's gaming experience, and that's a damn shame. But anyway, uh, <clears throat> yeah, Christina, I can vouch for that. She played a lot of Magical Melody. Um, Honorable mentions uh, for her. She played Happy Home Academy. Okay. That's what a cool thing that that made it on someone's. At least they're well, honorable it, mentions. Well, it made it to honorable mentions, but that that's like when asked about favorite games, that that side project spinoff situation for somebody, for somebody really cool, is a favorite. Yeah. Neat. Um,. I I skipped it. Oh, I got I it. Never, I, I got never got it. it. It's great, and it makes me so excited for the next real Animal Crossing mm -hmm. because there's outside stuff that you can decorate people's yards and stuff. Okay, yeah. There's, they, like, vehicles. That's got to be oh, the next it's one. Gonna, and the way the, the interface for design, like, for, for rearranging the homes is so cool, and then they DLC'd that into the Animal Crossing New Leaf. Yeah, I like that. That's so cool. But anyway... Yeah, that that's neat. And then she she mentioned Yokai Watch. Great game. Awesome. I'll, I'll vouch for yeah, that. Yeah, loved, loved it. it. I didn't Second play one's two. Good too as well. And they're about to see. And that's another thing. They're coming out with, like the like third version. Probably for 3ds. Of it for 3ds. Skipping it. Mm. But I would like to rejoin the Yokai Watch, uh, franchise at some point. Yeah. I think I'm not gonna go back and get two. I might even skip on three, even though it looks pretty cool. I think the, the setup for three is that your player character leaves Japan as an exchange student and goes to the United States. Okay, yeah, that'd be awesome. cool. That's awesome. Um, so yeah, that's that's Christina's list. Um, also, real quick, she did mention in another comment that she forgot to add a boy in his blob. Uh, oh, she says, yeah. I was terrible but loved to play that. 
And apparently she also played a lot of Qbert and Frogger on Atari. Man, A Boy and His Blob had that remake. For Wii. For Wii. I, I remember that. Beat Did it. you beat it? No. I never played it or owned it. I watched you game. beat it, though. Who made that? I don't know. Is it like way forward? Mm, I don't no. think so. The yeah, it looks, looks like so them. nice. It looks it's, so the cool. cartoon style was really cool. It's a great game, and it has such a nice atmosphere to it with like the little nighttime noises and yeah, uh, it's, that's really cool. So we also have one from uh, Tyler Moore. Uh, oh, his list is yeah. really quirky and interesting. It's interesting. It's listed uh, in chronicle chronological order Go of backwards. release. A release oh, date. Oh, no, no. Okay, you're right. Release he did date. that on purpose. So, um, his, uh, this is based off release date. Uh, he put Putt-Putt Goes to the Moon for PC. What in the which fuck is that? I assume it's just some kind, of, some kind of golfing game for, for PC. I mean, it must have been really or good. is it? it? I mean, I understand there's Putt-Putt Golf, but it doesn't say it says Putt-Putt Goes to the Moon. I Not see. like... I guess you're Somebody playing. plays Putt-Putt Golf on the moon. Like, Putt-Putt must be the name of someone. I don't know. Who goes to the moon. I, I think it's like a... Like a Is it a moon landing denier no. conspiracy theory I, simulator? I don't think that that's the case. I'm pretty sure it's Putt-Putt Golf in, on, the it, on the moon. Is this like when you put the moon gravity cheat codes I, on Tony Hawk? I don't think that's the case either but i mean i'm sure that there might that could but be you don't know what the case tyler you could you could maybe clarify that for us um sonic the hedgehog 3 which hell yeah that's a fucking awesome game this is a really good game um, but of the original genesis sonic games the update that they did to the sonic character sprite was a step backward mm, i don't know i really liked him in that Okay. Well, like, well so, plus some people Sonic don't 3, have the discerning Sonic taste 3, that I've cultivated. I uh, mean, Sonic Three and Knuckles is the penult. Not I see the penult, the second to the last Sonic game. Well, kind of. <laughs> kind of if you don't count some other ones. Oh man. Um, Diddy Kong Racing for Nintendo sixty four. Uh, cool. That was my first sixty four game I ever owned. See, that's such a fucking shame. Like um, you didn't. Okay. Pause. Hold everything. He's grinning. He knows what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna out him on live. That's video. fine. I already, I'll I'll say this time. man. I never did not play Super no, 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 no. Mario 64. That's not true. That's true. That is false. I did play it. I rented it. I never owned the game, and I never beat it on 64. I beat the DS version on That's, Nintendo DS. Le- okay. Which is which, admittedly, is the lesser version. It's not a lesser version. It's the it, wrong version. <laughs> There are bad ports. This was a misguided. And I owned it. I'll fess up. I owned it and I played it. The DS version. Mm-hmm. They tried to update the game and, and tweak it and make it cooler by adding other characters like Yoshi and Wario and stuff. Yeah. And Luigi. In, in doing so, they just they goofed it. The first misstep is they released it on DS, which doesn't even have an analog stick. Yeah. The point, like... You, that three-dimensional movement yeah you want to use that analog stick that was a misstep and then they took out all the different hat power-ups and essentially had each character like represented one of those power-ups and you would switch between characters but yeah. i think in the storyline of the game which they altered now you're just actually yoshi all the time wearing different people's hats and turning into them 
What? I I don't know, but let's. Nah, yeah. Okay. Right. We're pretty. I had to get that out of my okay. system. Okay. Diddy Kong Racing. It very. It's a good like somewhat open world like kart racing game with it's like. It's like an adventure racing game. Yeah. It, it's good. It's worth checking out if you have the time and the means to check it out. Um, they put that on DS, and it was slightly different. Yeah, I heard, the, that, I heard that port wasn't as good. Okay. Um, and I never played it, but I, I okay. can only go off what I've heard. Um, Pokemon Blue, you know, that's a good yeah. one. Great. Yeah, what more can you say? Um, Jet Grind Radio, which I've heard so much about, like that like series um yeah i didn't have a dreamcast yeah. and that was one of the few big dreamcasts that didn't come to the gamecube mm-hmm. yeah i regret missing jet grind radio yeah and uh jet jet set radio future i think is the other sure. one Something um, like that. i don't know they don't, seem awesome yeah I, the, the cell shading oh yeah in that game looks really cool right up my alley it's, um, it's a shame i missed it i play if it comes to an nintendo system i will jump on it yeah um halo combat evolve i don't know if you ever played a halo game but i, I, I used to play multiplayer in social situations yeah. when like it used to be a big thing that everybody would be like oh we're gonna play halo i wanted to like it i just couldn't I thought it was okay. I, I never owned an Xbox, so I never, like... I would only play multiplayer with friends, and I was fucking bad at it, so it wasn't like... I don't know. I, but, I mean, I remember having fun, for the most part. And that's cool. Um, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle? I mean, what more? On GameCube, yeah. yeah. And he, Tyler Moore was specific about being uh, Battle on GameCube. Which is the version I played, mm-hmm. too. Um, but I, I don't know. He, um, apparently, he had a Dreamcast because he has Jack Ryan Radio on uh-huh. there. But he, but for him, Sonic Adventure Two Battle. Honestly, I think it's the better. Yeah, the I'm sure it's improved um, over the other. Um, DDR Max Two. Uh, I know that Tyler's like a huge like kind of does a lot of like DDR and like step like arcade stuff. He's and so, so into it. Like that makes That's perfect all sense. All he posts about on Facebook. Yeah, that makes perfect sense that he would have that. Um, and I think uh, In the Groove 2 which is that's arcade. what he plays yeah because think... it's like moddable or something mm-hmm. you can take I went with him before this is years ago but we went to an arcade and uh, he put like a thumb drive you know in yeah because I think he makes his own step charts oh, yeah, he does um, and then last but not least Persona 3 FES I don't know I'll admit I don't know fucking anything about any of the Persona games? I think it's like a JRPG kind of like anime style thing about high schoolers. It's a spinoff? Who like shoot themselves in the head and demons come out or something? Um, Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's like, it's a spinoff of the Shin Megami Tensei uh, series. Yeah. And people like those and people like but Persona. I've heard people say Persona's even better. Yeah, um, and the new one came out this year. I know, year. Every, this is... Oh, right, is it Persona 5 yeah, that five. everybody's talking yeah. about right now? Mm-hmm. I feel a little left out. Yeah, I well, have a PS4. It's, on, it's on PS4. Yeah. Um, let's see, and I think that was that was it. I've got a list from our friend Tyler Wynn. Oh, he... he uh, real quick, Tyler Moore did say a little bit more. Um... He just said, some from this past decade, uh, the Bioshock games, Portal 2, Pokemon Y, Undertale, Breath of the Wild, and Persona 5. And then he lists 
some more honorable mentions Sonic 2 Sonic Knuckles 64 Zelda oh, it's just Sonic. all this just a bunch of different games so clearly this man has been a gamer yeah um, yeah I'd like to bring him on the show sometime. yeah yeah definitely he's got a lot and a different experience uh, he's is he younger than you I think we're around the same age okay yeah I think I think we're the same age uh, he might be a year younger than me but I think okay. like they're I, I feel like his background is like in, in video games. I think he's the same age as Alex. Okay. Um, well, anyway, Tyler's li- the other Tyler, our other Tyler. <laughs> yeah, two, two uh, Tyler's. His, his list. Um, number 10, City of Heroes. Okay. Hell yeah. Yeah. Me and Tyler used to play that game together. I remember uh, that. His character was Hyperspark. Pretty neat character. Uh, had a really good design to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, it was fun to play that game with Tyler. Um, Pokemon Original Red. This is number one. A lot of people loving it. Yeah. The originals are great. I, yeah. Um, one of these days we'll have to rank the Pokemon generations oh, on, I, on our show. Oh, We've done it. that. Brandon and I have done that. Uh, we're like so serious about it, too. <laughs> we, like, we did it like we had a podcast, but really we were just going to tell each other. Um, but I remember like putting it in my notes app and like moving them around and like, second guessing myself. So yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. rank the Pokemans one of these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put for number eight, Harvest Moon on GameCube, and then I asked him about it, and he said, uh, it's a wonderful life. So okay. Another GameCube, Harvest Moon. So the other one. That game is wonderful. It's so cool. A lot of the Harvest Moon games aren't great. That's what I hear, especially yeah. the, the later ones. Yeah, I mean, they're just, doing... it seems like they're churning them out now, and they're just a mess. Well. Um, I'll, I'll check in on it every now and again and, like, buy one and be really disappointed and then not get another for, like, a while. Uh-huh. Um, but, but A Wonderful Life on GameCube, oh, it's so good. You, and this, I believe this was a feature of earlier Harvest Moons, uh, but you, you get married, which is always, that's a staple of the series. You have a child. Your mm-hmm. child can grow up, like can grow all the way up. It's like a time, uh, time passes in do you, a cool way. Do you play as the, the yeah, child? Yeah, I think eventually child? you can like grow old and switches over to the child, I think. Hmm. I don't remember that well. Um, that's crazy. And you know, it's, it's a harvest moon. You have a dog, you have pets, you have a farm. Um, there's a town and there's just a lot of things to do. I remember there was like a, a like bearded homeless guy with like flies flying around him named Murray and he would like come and he could like donate money to him or something. I think he would steal from your farm sometimes. Oh shit. There was so much character in that game. The graphics were so appealing. That was just, I would love to like go back and replay it. Yeah. I would love for them to like put out a collection or or put it on virtual console or something. Um, so yeah, Harvest Moon on GameCube number eight. So he put Shovel Knight at number seven. Okay, yeah, it's a good one. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog, the original. Yeah, this not is number the, six. the not for resale. He put that. He put that <clears throat> in, in parentheses. Not for resale. Which, if you don't remember, uh, not for resale refers to if you got a Genesis that came packed with Sonic the Hedgehog, then the Sonic the Hedgehog cartridge on the like cover art label on the cartridge yeah sit, had this big like bar that said not for resale 
I guess because, you know, it wasn't supposed to be sold separately from uh-huh. the console. It was like the console pack-in version. Yeah. So a lot of people, jokingly, or at least, I don't know if people do this, uh, like, nationwide, but, like, people I know will even call Sonic the Hedgehog 1. They'll call it Sonic the Hedgehog not for reason. <laughs> because of that. Uh, uh, this, his number five is weird. Like, I didn't expect, expect this. Pitfall. The Super Nintendo one? Yeah. Cause I pl- I, I guess so. I own that, really. Yeah, I um, never or, played it. I know it's, it's like a classic game, but it's fun. And you could even there's he said a, it was hard. He said it he is, never. He never. Oh, well, he said it was so hard to beat, but I loved it. It is. It is hard. There is a way to. There's a code you can put in to play the original Pitfall for the, oh, the NES. Cool. Like you could play that. So like I mean, NES games are small. Because remember the original Animal Crossing, you could just own a bunch of NESs in game and play the NES games mm-hmm. in that game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's not 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 a bad game. I never beat it. Cool. It's hard. Uh, he's number four. Zelda: A Link to the Past. Okay. That's a good one. Yeah. Very. Good Tyler's one. beat that game multiple times. That's me too. Oh, yeah. it's, it's a good one. I've beaten it once, it's, as with most games, mm-hmm. and it's very good. Very good. Yeah. Love those. Super Nintendo graphics. Yeah. And I'm not alone in this, but the sprite of Link in that game had pink hair. It's so weird. Due to, like, a graphical limitation, uh-huh. but I love it. Yeah, like, I I'm like that. I'm not alone in loving it. I think it's, despite the artwork, he has blonde hair in the artwork. Yeah, yeah. I think it's it's canon that he has, like, purple-pink oh, hair. Oh, there's, there's a lot of really cool fan art yeah. of him with the sprite uh, coloration. Yeah, I'm um, into it. Um, number three... Uh, the World Ends With You, which was a DS game. Do you remember that one? I do because I know um, Simon played that a lot and was really into it. And um, I never played it, but I, I've, I've only heard good things about it. Uh, and, like, I know people, like, a lot of, like, respectable, like, game critics and stuff that I, like, respect are like, yeah, man, like, this is a good, like, a very good DS game. Like, mm-hmm. this is one to play. Uh, it's Square Enix, right? Mm-hmm. I think so. I remember, I specifically remember Tyler playing this game, and he, he even mentioned when he wrote his list, he said, uh, this game was a part of a great year for me, uh, during which I went to Comic-Con San Diego. Yeah. Um, that was a trip that he and I and some other friends uh, took together. Uh, and I remember him playing that game. And man, that's how gaming works for me, too. Like... You play a game, and during that time, that's the game you're playing. Yeah. Kind of like you'll have a book, and that's the book you're reading. Yeah. Um, I know that's not how everyone experiences media, but that's how I kind of tend to do it. And um, if it's a really good game, and a really good time, or a really good game, and a really bad time works too, then you associate that time in your life with that game... And it, you forever, that's the experience. That's how you I am You can always with, remember that experience um, like that. That's how I am with Chrono Trigger and our first mm-hmm. trip to Japan. Like, yeah. those two things are so, like, I woven together. Yeah. Like, if I'm playing that, I often think about, like, that first trip to Japan. And when you're in Japan, you bought that, uh... The Japanese Chrono guy Trigger book. book, even though it's in Japanese. Yeah, I had Japanese. to have. I just had to have it. It's got a lot of cool artwork. It's very stuff. good artwork. Yeah. Um. Well, what? What else? Okay. Uh, that was his number three. Number two, Fire Emblem Awakening. Interesting. Uh, 
He said of Awakening, I've played this game over and over and over since it came out. I still go back and play it between Revelations and Echoes. Interesting. Okay. All right. Yeah. It's a good, cool. it's a very good, it's a very good, very good fire. Um, and we'll have to do an episode where we talk about what characters we married in games that have oh, do. relationships. But, but in this game, I, I think the main thing I remember about Awakening is marrying the rabbit. Oh, sorry. Sarja for me. Oh no, that's, no. that's how I, that's my belief in Unique. Yeah, the the, um, the girl that turned into a like wear rabbit. Yeah, was where it's at. Um, what's his number one? Number one game for Tyler Wynn. Um, Shadow of the Colossus. Interesting. And that's a that's a cool game. I've played it, but I never owned it. I wish I had more time with it and played it more. I've seen people play it. And beat it. It's a cool game. It looks very cool. Here's what here's what Tyler said about it. He said, This game, no leveling, hardly a map, no words, great music, and relies purely on strategy and figuring out your opponent, the Colossus. Okay. Alright. Yeah, I think if that game for whatever reason got some kind of port to switch or something, I think I would it would it's a Sony game. Right? Am I wrong? I don't I think that's it, a first party Sony game. Okay. Well, then they probably Which, would. cool. Good for them. Like, they need some, mm-hmm. like, first-party stuff like that. But yeah. that's... I think it is. But that's that's a cool game. Yeah. Uh, one of these days. Um, around to it. Do we... Um, anybody else? No. The only other thing that, that we got uh, in direct response to our first episode top ten list was uh, our friend Chris. He tweeted back at me with just Final Fantasy IX. That's all I said. Okay. Well, that's and, fine. But I know Chris, and yeah, like, cool, man. That was a really good one. Uh, it was so different. After they did 7, which was this huge deal, and still is. Yeah. Um, 8. 8 was kind of like... Um, I feel like graphically, they pushed for graphics that they couldn't quite achieve yet, and mm-hmm. it ended up looking like really grainy and weird. Yeah. Um... But the characters were cool, and it, I, it was kind of Harry Potter-esque in a way. Didn't they all go to, like, some kind of school? I never played 9, so I don't know. No, no, I'm talking about 8. With, I never played 8, Wall so and, I don't know. Okay. Um, I've played 1 through 4. 9 was a whole different situation, because it went back to being, like, Western fantasy. Like, medieval, sort mm-hmm. of, uh, like, you know, castles and... And then the graphical style was different. It was almost like based on sprites, but it was 3D. So, but they made the characters kind of like squat, you know, kind of SD or chibi. Yeah. Um, and it ended up looking really cool. Okay, cool. Awesome. I'll, I think I'll have to check that out at some point uh, if I ever get all of like a PlayStation or PlayStation 2 or yeah. something. Um, so real quick, Joseph, what are you playing? I'm about to download the the Shantae uh, Half Genie Hero game. Yeah, uh, that's uh, just dropped today. Well, as of this recording, which is the eighth, uh, on the Switch eShop. Yeah, I actually I was so eager to get it that I checked on it early this morning when I woke up, and it wasn't out yet. So Uh-oh. I guess the uh, I remember on 3DS eShop games, and I think Wii U even. 
uh, games would drop 11 central. Yeah, because they drop at midnight Eastern time. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I would at 11 central for a lot of games. I would, I would hop on there and get them right away. Yeah. I wasn't able to do that with Shantae. I haven't. I'm going to download it right after this recording. Still tapping on that uh, Magikarp jump. Yeah. Uh, and I just, I want to apologize to our wonderful, beautiful listeners uh, because you can definitely hear me tapping on my phone on the table. Yeah. Parts of our first There's podcast. There's a lot of like. We're learning. A lot of little, like, piddling around on both of our ends, (laughs) like, tapping the table and, like, throwing stuff. A lot of dog noise. I think um, the dog noises are just going to... That's how it is, man. Yeah, we kind of... We don't have a studio. Our setup is kind of, like, we only have one mic right now, and so I'm going to try to, like, do some more, like, editing stuff to, like, make it sound as good as it can sound. You've done good. You're doing a good job. But... We've just received so much like positive feedback from people and like yeah. just people listening and just I'm so happy to have people listening to the show and like just be really receptive to this. Uh, yeah, I, we've got a bigger response than I actually anticipated. Yeah, I didn't I didn't realize like all the response that we've gotten and it's just been like really wonderful. I hope that continues to grow and I just want to say um, thank you to everybody who listened to the first episode and I hope that we can keep you around and uh basically we are on itunes we're on google play we have a youtube uh we are on twitter at new nintendo cast we have an email it's new nintendo cast xl at gmail so if you ever want to write into us you can um we've got instagram which is new nintendo podcast xl uh please like comment subscribe if you um, could please subscribe in iTunes and leave a review that really helps yeah, us. Yeah, rate like, us on the, on the um, iTunes. Yeah, that really helps us like in the charts. Um, we're just starting out, so we could really use a lot of the, you know, we joke about <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> it, it's funny, but we really do appreciate everybody yeah. that does that. Um, we have a Facebook page. As yeah, well. and, a, and a few people have promoted us. Um, I know uh, both of my nieces uh, like kind of re whatever it's called when you reblog on uh facebook they did that share share Uh, yeah um and i just want to i I thought this was so sweet uh brandon's mom she put on facebook.com she said all you gamers out there this is my son and his friend's podcast Check it out. I didn't even know. So maybe Brandon's Meemaw's out here or somebody listening to, to this podcast. Yeah, Who knows? that would be just wonderful. I love it. And, and my mom said on, on Facebook.com, <laughs> she, she, she said, I don't even know what a podcast <laughs> is. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Um. But yeah, just uh, thanks again for listening and, you know, we'll be back next week to talk probably some E3 talk and uh, I imagine we'll have something else to talk about. Um, But that's it. 